Hello folks, welcome back to Pop Overload. This is episode 8. Today we're going to have a couple of things to talk about. We have the Shang-Chi trailer that just came out, Doc Ock revealing uh, some important news about the new Spider-Man movie, and we also talked about the last three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So just to start off, the new Shang-Chi uh, trailer just dropped, and I, if you guys want to put it, throw in your thoughts in there, I'll be good, great. I'm excited. Um, this will probably, I, it does look good. This will have the best action in any Marvel movie. I'm a little bit scared about how much CG they're going to use, you know, because you had that, that, you know, the, in the middle of the trailer, you have the big, like, fight scene. I feel like those are probably, like, flashbacks. Maybe. Like, oh, this is a great war in, like, ancient whatever or something. Yeah. I mean, the, the trailer looked really cool. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as I thought it would be. I don't know. I just felt like uh, not a lot of people know. Shang-Chi as a character. That's why they had to make it better. But then again, like not a lot of people knew who Captain Marvel was. Like it, only if you really read the comics and whatnot, and look how that movie could turn out. They made her character so shitty. Yeah. Well, not a lot I mean, of people knew who Ant-Man was either, and then you know. Well, Ant-Man movies aren't as. They're a family. Like, they're a family they, fun adventure. <laughs> yeah, they were family oriented more so than like this like action pack. Yeah, but. I feel like this movie's gonna be really good, to be honest. I saw the trailer and I got like goosebumps. Like, oh, this is gonna be good. It actually, <laughs> I uh, love a good. Uh... It made me uh, agree with the because they changed the ten rings from being like rings that he wears on his fingers to like arm band shits. But yeah, I like it that. actually that looks cool. Looks cool looks... I don't know, man. I I grew really up with like the Mandarin having ten rings on his finger because uh wasn't he green in the cartoon? Yeah, no, he was green. He was green in like the like eighties and nineties, and then uh, there was the three D Iron Man adventure oh, yeah. that had the Mandarin with ten rings in his fingers and just a a giant suit of armor. And I I remember watching that like heavily when I was like nine. That's what I thought we were gonna get. Um, yeah, that's why. Like Iron, back when Iron Man, like back when they were like Iron Man two was coming, out, I was like, oh, the Mandarin with like army and shit. And then no, it was Whiplash. And then in the third one, even though I like the man, yes, I'm one of the people that likes the Mandarin twist. Um, oh yeah, the, the Fandarin, the fake Mandarin. Yeah, the Fandarin. Uh, with Fiatro again, it's still better done than fucking Boner, but <laughs> Boner. I always, ex- I, I always kind of, I always still held anticipation for an actual mandarin a better mandarin that's you know well now we're going to receive a better mandarin and on now maybe that, fin fang foo oh maybe fin that's fang foo because they wanted him for iron man one and then they didn't do it because they're like that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> yeah obviously in the comics uh zhang zhu or the mandarin is shang chi's father but like seeing seeing him come back and like just like praise and be like my son I, I need you to come back and be me, cause I, I gotta retire. I, I gotta leave. And then he's like, "Not nah, wanna." And he's like, then you will die. <laughs> exactly. Do you not know why I trained you for? I trained you to be the next Mandarin. I like, trained I you want to fight Iron Man. I don't want Iron you that. Oh. <laughs> Iron Man's dead. I, I don't want to that. Like, come on. La, but I feel like the, the movie's gonna be really good. I mean, from the was like two minute trailer that we got. I feel like from what we see, what what we saw. It looks pretty good. I'm excited to see the movie. But let's move on to uh, Doc Ock and the news that he uh, that he the actor leaked out for the fans about the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, he said that the Doctor Octopus that we're gonna get in this one of uh, is it No Way Home? Yeah, no way yeah, no way home right? Be... The same one from oh, Spider-Man Two. 
I'm going to pick up for one of I have very conflicting feelings about this. Really, dude? I'm excited. I just hope they no, don't like, mess I, up. I'm, I'm excited, but then part of me is like, his arc finished there. He yeah. said, I will not die a monster. He did not want to die a villain. He, same thing with Sandman, because like, if the rumors are true and he's back as well, then what the hell? Unless they're like doing a thing where like, they, whoever the main villain of this movie is, is like grabbing villains and like different all universes over different universes timelines and if they are getting them from the raimi movies they're getting them from like right in the middle of them so that yeah. they're still evil and not like you know oh wait i'm a good person now because you know most of the villains in those in movies, those movies. Even, even like if they brought back a lizard he wouldn't be evil he'd be a good guy i think electro is still evil electro is um, still evil goblin Elect- is definitely still evil yeah i think there was rumors but that's harry goblin that well, no, the, um, Willem Dafoe, because there was rumors that Willem Dafoe was the main really? villain of this. I thought it'd be that, Harry Goblin. Nope, they. I don't think they got Dane DeHaan back or uh... any any of the Harrys, which sucks. We're having a Spider-Man trilogy with no Harry. No I Harry. Harry. I miss Harry yeah. drama. <laughs> <laughs> Harry out here being like, I like MJ. It's like, no, you don't. I do. And they have like, the fuck up. Harry's there like, why'd you wear the black dress? <laughs> My dad likes the red. No, but um. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like it would be a good. I feel like it's a good idea. It's a good way to to implement the the whole multiverse Spider Verse thing. Ha- they're trying like, to do their own like Spider Man Endgame, pretty much. In a way. Yeah, I I think that would be really cool to see like all the Spider Mans coming out from like some portal or whatever to fight all their own separate uh, super. They villains. share pizza. And they share a pizza at the end. And then then they all chip in and pay yeah. Toby's rent. But yeah, no, I feel like uh, that that's that that alone is just it's big enough news to you know try to get an idea what the film is going to so be funny about. Too. Every that's... actor has been like, oh, um, we don't know any, about anybody coming back. I, I've never met any of the Spider-Man in my life, and then here goes fucking Alfred Molina, like, oh yeah, I'm playing Doc Ock from Spider-Man Two. It's the same person. They told me, but you're dead. I was like, you're dead, and then they're like, ah, oh, no, you're not dead. And he just says this in an interview yeah. on a random day. Cause he he's not he he either doesn't care or he's just he like, doesn't care. He's been he's on record as saying I'm a bit of a slut that way. <laughs> that is a direct quote from him. What a guy! But no, that that's that that's like really that's really cool. I mean, he might get like I don't know fined or something like Probably that because of it. But no. you know, <laughs> or penalized. I mean, if Tom Holland can leak out the entire ending of Endgame and Infinity War, then. I don't think without any repercussions, I don't see it as a big deal. But let's move on to the the main event, the main course, which Bird is Birdman uh, and the Wiener the three Soldier. Three episodes. Oh. Yeah, and the Wiener Soldier. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The for me at least, the the three episodes have been okay. I mean, Madness. they're interesting. John Walker as a as a villain, or like whatever he is at this point, his origin story. It's very interesting. I like him as a character. Um, like I like to hate him. You know. I like the 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 growing relationship between Falcon and well Sam and Bucky, and how how Bucky's trying to get with Sam's sister. Yo, he was in <laughs> Wakanda for like what a decade, a couple, yeah. years. not even a decade. It's like you know, two, three, like, years? two three years. Of course, he's gonna he's he wants to have some of that. Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's that's it's really him just. I, it's a good way to humanize Bucky. Like another way to humanize. You know what I also realized, right? You know what I also yeah. realized? 
Um, because I was watching videos about like like breakdowns of the fifth episode because I love doing that. That's the first you see in that episode the first time that he sleeps peacefully. That's the first yeah. time he sleeps yeah. peacefully, and he doesn't wake up in like a shock or like in the nightmare. He just wakes up, chills around, and just like, "Hey, what are you doing, little kids?" And then they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. "Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones in shock." I think yeah. my favorite part. Yeah, I think my favorite part in that scene was when the kids had the shield. They were reenacting they were. the civil war fight. I don't know if you guys caught that, but like the one kid was playing the Iron Man, he was like shooting his like his repulsor beams, and he was holding up the shield. It was like, like really yeah. cool. It was really nice. That's such a historical awesome. tragedy in terms of like that reality, but you know, kids are still playing it out. Like, cause like, kids oh my god, superheroes! Look how cool yeah. they look. And we're just yeah. over here like they really killed each other. Like almost <laughs> killed each other. Yeah, they're 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 playing pretend civil war while the man that's sleeping on his bed killed yeah. Tony Stark's parents. And the, the man yeah. who killed Tony Stark's parents is just smiling, happy. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, you kids. Yeah, he's just because I remember when I did that. <laughs> I, I, remember remember all of them. <laughs> I remember all of them. Oh. <laughs> just turn around the kids. The kids are saying the phrases. The no. Um, <laughs> no, but um, I like how they threw in Madam Hydra too. Um, it took me like three hours to figure out who the hell that was. Yeah, like I had to, yeah, I had to okay. search her up on different Marvel Wikipedia's to be like, who is she? I was, I just thought Seinfeld was finally getting a revival. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Is she just? <laughs> no, she gave she gave the name she gave the little piece of paper with nothing on it to distract yeah. the wife because all she wanted was was John's attention. Is this going to be an incredible situation? Does it yeah. does the card blow up? All I needed <laughs> to see all I needed to see was yeah. Kramer somewhere. I thought that scene was really cool. I mean, that that cutscene at the end though was very interesting too. Him becoming finally the U.S. Shield. agent. The shitty fucking sh- shit shield that, that he's making. I love that he put I'll his medal of honor on it. I was yeah. just like, "Wow, dude." Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this before, but when he goes to uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his friend's name? Uh, what, Battlestar. Um, Lamar. Lamar. No, I'm talking Lamar. Yeah, is... yeah, Lamar. Parents. Lamar's parents. lies to them. Liar. I mean, I don't think. I genuinely think that John Walker thinks that he's thinks in the he's right in the and he's right. too stubborn to realize yeah. that he's wrong. But he's not. He can't think I, inside of himself. I think, honestly, it. he... Sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I think he... Be- yeah, you're good. I think he believes that he's that he's right to the point that he's believing any lie he's saying. So I don't necessarily think that he's lying to, his, to, to Battlestar's family, Lamar's family. I think that... He is just so like he has like we talked about this in the last episode. He has so like a lot of psychological issues to the point that he's believing more than whatever the hell he's saying. If he thinks he did, he I hundred percent believe that he thinks killing that guy that surrendered was the right thing to do. And that's because he he basically how many tours did he do three, in in, three in tours, during the war? Like three and tours, right? sand and he's, the last yeah. one each tour he got a medal of honor for. That's why. He... Yeah, so he's probably yeah. seen some shit. He's seen some shit. So of course he's he's engineered at that point to 
to get yeah. whatever the goal is, he will go through. But you're taught in the army to how to, to how to analyze and know who the enemy is before shooting, let alone just attacking in general. You are supposed to to the... know specifically who you have to to go for, and he did not. He became crazed, overrun with anger and rage, and killed an, basically an innocent man. Basically. I understand he's part of this, you know, he's part of this terrorist group, as the, 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 the show wants to call it. But he killed a man. An unarmed combatant. An unarmed combatant. That is a yeah, prisoner well... of war right there, if you want to consider it a war. That's a prisoner. You don't kill them. You're supposed to protect them. You know? I mean, yeah, it's just... Like, I feel like that John... Okay, so, John Walker as a soldier, I think he would have noticed that. It would have just not killed him. But since he was overwhelmed with the whole, like, oh, I'm Captain America... I'm also this man who's seen three tours in Afghanistan and the, uh, or Iraq. And the super soldier serum. He literally just injected super soldier serum in him. So, like they said, it affects everyone differently. The only person that was really truly to, to yeah, avoid that Steve's was, was version he. was perfected because it was he was inject he was the one that got injected with it from the creator all the other ones are yeah. imitations of it to a certain point of that level then steve is just a good guy and then on yeah. top of that even before yeah, he steve took the super good. soldier serum this man was selfless to to the teeth to the teeth yeah yeah uh it's just it was just it's just very interesting to see how they're writing his character i mean even in the comics he is like a conservative, your typical conservative white man, and that lives in like the what, like the in the Moonies. in the Midwest or something like that. And yeah, and he uh, is just interesting because at the heat of the moment, he literally just saw his best friend die in front of him. So of course he's gonna blame everyone besides the person that actually killed him. So he's gonna go after the first person he sees in the heat of the moment with the super soldier serum in him. He's gonna go after him and then end up. Then he's not. He's his head not off with worth the shield. the shield. I love that. Let alone the the monitor. If he's nothing without the yeah, shield, course, then he shouldn't have. Saying... Exactly. Yeah. He's uh he's what Steve hated about Iron Man. There, so he goes, "Oh, take the like take the suit like take the suit off and what are you?" Like he like if once you strip John Walker yeah. from that shield, he's like... nothing. Oh my God! Like we. <laughs> The comparison between John Walker and Iron Man is so much closer than John Walker and Steve, because John Walker and Iron Man are both in the begin. In ob like obviously, as Iron Man grew, he became a better man. But right now, I like this is this is Iron Man one, like Tony Stark level of just just fucking crazed. Uh, narcissism. This man says that he's he's Captain America all the time when he introduces himself. While with Steve, Steve would just say his name. Steve would just be like, "Hey, uh, Steve." Yeah. 
Yeah, but here's the here's the thing. Tony Stark, the difference, the major difference between Tony Stark and John Walker. John Walker is a product of a soldier that has seen everything. While Tony Stark is the man that has been affected by the socio socioeconomic hierarchy that he was born into. So he's the man that sells the guns to the to the armies to kill each other so he can make profit. And that's why in Iron Man one, when you see in that scene where that where that uh, that missile misses, it doesn't blow up just yet, and he sees his name. That's when it hits. I was like, "Shit, I am a fucked up person." You know what my what my yeah, family's the legacy money is, that is. I'm making up. is blood money. Even Tony Stark's uh, uh the grandfather, right? That that was his grandfather, right? Correct. The the one that, who gave him the social shit, or was that his dad? That was the young version of his dad. His yeah. dad. His dad. Yeah. His dad even. He ever since his dad gave it, he at that moment he solidified himself as, as a as a yeah. gun runner. As an at army that supply. point, he was giving out a, a, a serum as an army supply, even though he did it for the right cause to take down Red Skull. At the end of the day, he still he still was a part of the he's still a part of the problem. You know, war like again like like the best the fallout the fallout uh the best fallout phrase ever war war never changes. It never changed. It never changed. People are still fighting for this serum till this day. And it's and if it's and if it's his dad, if his dad never made the serum, we probably or would have Hulk. never gotten Flag Smasher or John Walker. Hulk is just or a Hulk. Yes, all of that. So it's just very interesting to see that how, like you mentioned, like how they're they're so similar. Oh, yeah. But yet, compared compared to their causes, are so way off. I think the conversation that you want to have in regards to comparing characters like that would be yeah, but that's Tony obvious. Stark and Batman. That's obvious. In that regards. Not entirely obvious. Because Batman's issues come psychologically. While, again, Tony Stark's well, come from a socioeconomic hierarchy standpoint. Doesn't that affect... If we also go with versions of Batman, wait, wait, like, say, the Telltale version, where his parents are part of the problem, where they are corrupt and they aren't, like, these people that, like, had the good interest of Gotham in mind. If they were just as bad as everybody else, every other rich person, yeah. and it's... Batman goes through a similar thing of, I am not my parents' legacy. I have to change this for the better. I cannot be them. I have to be Yeah, that's, the, that's an myself. excellent comparison to Iron Man, yeah, but because the... they're both trying to rewrite their family's but legacies the, of being gun runners of fucking yeah. stupid rich people who just want to sell shit. Yeah. Yeah, but the main reason why Batman becomes Batman is because of the psychological conflict that happened when he saw his parents die in front of him. And he wished he that he could have stopped it. Said, is that or not true? <laughs> I have you know? PTSD. But... I see what you mean by saying like if you're talking about the Telltale Batman or what direction they go. It's just very interesting to to see the development of their characters as they try to collect this information, similar to how John Walker's collecting this information. And he's there's gonna be a point where he realizes he's a shitty person, whether or not. Like I tell you right now, there's probably gonna be a scene in in the last episode where he's gonna be like, "Damn, bro, I really fucked up." That or he's gonna be or that he's gonna be overcome by the his his. his uh, supremacy of trying to be the the most strong strongest soldier in the world. He just wants, or he'll remain stagnant because they need him for thunderbolts. Yeah, he he either just becomes yeah, you know he he realizes that 
he made himself who he is now. Um, or he just becomes like he just becomes his comic book version of himself. You know, he becomes a U.S. agent and just this, Which... this fucking gunshot yeah. white boy. Which I think he will, because the uh, the action figures. Um, I think there's there's two. There's him as we've seen him so far, like with the red and blue, and then there's the more comic booky black and red version. So I think yeah. we are getting his, I guess, dark mode. But just like back to the topic when you're comparing Walker I to, think we can to Iron Man, you notice in the early. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After what I just said. Um, uh, again, it's funny to see because without the Iron Man or Tony Stark's family legacy, the Avengers probably would have never come to fruition. Never. None of the events. Yeah. Thanos would have just came down, snapped. They and that's been like, it. What? What is going? On? That's it. And the and maybe what? The, and then would have continued with their lives. Exist, but that's really therefore. No, the Guardians will exist. The Guardians still exist because they didn't. Uh, Tony Stark's involvement was not. There was no involvement when when, uh, when yeah. Quill was taken by taken to space. There was no involvement in that. You know, the Watchers. Then again, we could also talk about how the Watchers could have manipulated things so they could mm, if they make it to what it, they, what it is today, mind, like comic wise, and how shit went. Yeah, comic wise. Yeah, I mean, Stan Lee is one of the is considered one of the Watchers, so of course it would be comic book wise. <laughs> Um, but it's just it's overall it's just John Walker as a character. He's he's interesting. That's the one of the main reasons I'm continuing to watch the show. He's just such an interesting character. Do I care about Bucky and, and Sam? Yes, I, like I do. I really I love I the message love... that they're they're showing. It, it's just it's just very it's I don't know how to explain it. It's just seeing John Walker becoming the villain that he's cut that he wants to become, but he thinks. He truly believes that he's doing it for the right things. He's doing it to keep U.S. the U.S. safe and keep the people of the United States uh, uh, safe. That he truly believes that, because at the end of the day, as 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 That's he believes problem. that he's patriotic. That's a massive you know, we can talk about how it, it. Yeah, I'm not saying it, it. It it's not a problem, but again, like you see, like how they're in the they're in the like we could talk about the the the. The riots that the riots that happened at the Capitol, and we could also talk about the protest that happened during Black Lives Matter. The protest was more patriotic than than running to the Capitol and trying to destroy it. And at the end of the day, John Walker is leaning to the side of towards the, those people in the riots. Do you guys get what? Do you guys no, understand? No, like, no. you get what you're, I'm saying? You're, you're or do I sound like I'm speaking? Saying, <laughs> like, you're basically saying that you know the protests. Is like Steve did that idealized version of America that's supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to go out there, say yes. our say, use our words and use ourselves to push the country forward. But then you have John yeah. Walker that is basically yeah. yes. this gun toting, um, this gun toting, power hungry white boy that wants to control everything because they feel like they've lost quote-unquote lost everything you know so they they're, they're gonna try and yeah. retake it with all the power and privilege that they can that's why i'm making the comparison between the protests and the riots that happened at the capitol at the end of the day i feel like if steve were around today he would side with 
you know, like Black Lives Matter and all that, uh, like all that that side, rather than seeing people riot at the Capitol while John Walker, on the other hand, will side with the people at the Capitol because he believes that that they truly believe yeah. that they're right. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's 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 just it's just an interesting dy- like it's interesting how they could that the writers kind of said yeah, like here he's this really without really to. saying well, he's they, this you know like he's they kind of did with yeah. isaiah and the fifth episode because isaiah laid lays it out yeah. for any person with just an just a, a sense of like openness to understand what's happening and on top of that i another point i'm, I'm going to bring up is the way that Bucky both apologizes for Steve and apologizes himself to Sam. Because, again, you have to realize, even though the good people, they're from the 50s. No, they're from the 40s. They're from the 40s, and they don't really know what's, you know, the black relationship with the country. So when... So when... Yeah. So when ah, oh, it's so beautiful at the moment. So when Bucky apologizes for both Steve and himself to be like, Sam, I'm so sorry that I didn't know how you holding up the shield would feel like. And I was just like, oh, there it is. Yeah. That's what I needed since episode two when they had the argument with each other, in the prison cell. You know, cause. Mm-hmm. I understood where Bucky was coming from, but I also, I, I also was kind of like mad because he wasn't able to fully grasp Sam's point of view, even though he knew Isaiah already and he knew Isaiah's story, and he never told Sam. I mean, like, like I, I get what you're saying, but you also have to realize the reason why Bucky didn't really understand Sam's perspective, neither would Steve, is because. Well, first off, their 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 skin colors are totally different. So again, like we've seen it in today's society, society has well, especially in the United States, like like me and you, Pierre, we will see we sometimes no, see we the world do. entirely different in regards to things. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we both we both we both realize what's wrong and what's 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 right. You know, it's just very interesting. Like Bucky sees himself as, you know, this man that's like broken down and that. He thinks that he's pushing Sam to push the shield, but you have to realize that Sam, throughout the entire show, is getting microaggressions man, I don't even due, think it's due to his color. Anymore, bro. This man was it's just being, aggression. He was getting he was just getting automatically well, profiled. But yeah, it's anyway. just, I was, you know, oh, yeah, what I meant for microaggressions, I was talking about that, the, the banker and and stuff like that. Like it's just very interesting that they had to sell the boat and like how the, how much the boat meant to them. It's because it's the product of not only the family's the his family's legacy. But also the towns, because everyone knew who Sam's family was, because they helped everyone in town, no and matter I like that, who you that, are. Like Bucky was able to see that too, but you know, and, and Bucky was fi- finally to start realizing, wow, like the world's different now. You know, it's not like the difference between Sam and Bucky is that Sam, uh, I mean Sam and Bucky, uh, Steve and Bucky was that Steve was is automatically like a good guy, you know. And Bucky is trying to be that good guy, but his demons are holding him back. And you could talk about where they come from, like you know, they come from like the forties, towards the end of the of World War Two. And we could talk about the 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 politics during uh, during and after World War Two for for um, 
for minorities and it just wasn't never it wasn't would. always you know sunshine and rainbows you know it never was so bucky think about it, bucky's getting pulled out from his time from his time period thrown into a more modern and more ex- I, I, acceptable it's more so in terms of bucky right yeah, go ahead, go ahead, i yourself. you know i brought up the point of him being from the 40s and all that during the middle of world war ii you know going to war and all that but it's also more so just bucky and trying to realize who he is because he doesn't have anyone you know to watch him or control him he only has his himself and he's trying to find his moral compass you know uh like the you know the three rules that he had to do he threw those three rules away because he started to realize that that's a good foundation but it's more so just the way um i should treat people you know the the way i should like see them in the same way in the same light like I, as i see myself and he also shows that um when he realizes the way that he was talking about the shield after he apologizes the way he was talking about the shield and how much it represented to him but he was also realizing that too like he was being just a a tad bit selfish with it because again he he didn't really see the other side he just kept like thinking of himself like oh my god like this legacy you know it it holds me down but then he started to realize that like it shouldn't hold him down because Sam literally says afterwards, like, who the fuck cares what Steve thinks? You're you. You are you. And this is yeah. who you are, you know? And no one can change that. Obviously, you're going to have your demons and all that. But you, it, 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 it's something that you can't work through it by, like, through a memory. It's something you just have to work through it, like, actively with help you know because everyone needs help yeah i get i get what you're saying and it's it's interesting because bucky like again we, we know that since the beginning of the show bucky and bucky and sam don't see eye to eye at that very moment when they're like tossing Basically the shield playing, it's like playing catch, catch you know, with each other. playing catch in the backyard it's interesting to ha- see them have that conversation because at that moment when Bucky woke up from the couch and see like how happy uh, Sam's family is, he's like, damn, like things are not the way they used to be. And that I should not be pushing this shield onto Sam, even though S- Steve told him that like, Hey, you should be Captain America. Again, I don't feel like Steve realized that giving him the shield will give that much of a burden to Sam. I felt like against, yeah, Steve and Bucky kind of just realized, Oh, Hey, another great guy could take over the shield but then for sam it's like what am i yeah representing it's kind of like remember go. like when muhammad ali got drafted to the war and he refused to go mm-hmm. because because he said sam, that why would i fight for a country yeah, that doesn't want sam felt. it's kind of like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it took forever yeah, i think just we just to pinpointed to, yeah, right? we just kind of hit the bullseye right there <laughs> that's basically it but um but it's just very interesting to see how I think at the end Sam's gonna be like, oh, I could be a better symbol. I could be better than Steve, you know, not in like not in like a competition way, more like 
in a, in a way that kind of still respects Steve's you legacy. Can reach people, but in a way, I want to show a different side Sam? of what. Being okay. Better, yeah, in a better. Steve way. represented yeah. the good in the heart of America, right? But Sam will represent the good of every American, right? That that can that that exists in the country. Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting because so for me personally, I don't think America's bad necessarily. Like modern day America isn't bad. It's just the people that are, are in control. Because again, we've seen it in, t- in today's politics and today's social media where people are calling, doesn't matter who is in office, they're calling out everything that they're doing hate- wrong. They want change. No, no. It's just like again, like we could t- we could debate about that or whatnot, because c- again, we us three see the world differently. Like again, we talk about how people were like that voted for like that yeah. voted for Biden, just you know the hashtag settle for Biden thing that they had going on. A lot, like a lot of people didn't want Biden, but they felt like it was necessarily it was it was a necessity for him to be in office so they could get Trump out of office. And we could pull that in to the show where we're talking about how. How John, like again, like the difference between John Walker and Sam and Bucky. Bucky's settling. You know? <laughs> Honestly, Bucky's is settling. Bucky's just settling at that perfect, point. Is the perfect representation of what America should uh, be in the present. Like, Steve, honestly, Steve is the perfect yeah. representation of how America was in like the 40s and 50s. Well, what it. Felt like it like was. Like it felt like it was because you know people still, still told that oh my god the U.S. the U.S. was such a saint going into you know Europe and fighting this war against the Nazis. Right there, like oh yeah, we're the fucking heroes of this. But shit. people gotta fucking understand. Yeah, people gotta fucking understand that half of the shit that the Nazis were doing were first started in America. The way that they treated the Jews is the same way that the U.S. treated yeah. black people. How they treated black people, how they treated Chinese people, like they how always... they treated the Japanese during the war yes. is the same way that the, the 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 Nazis treated the Jews, not to yeah. the certain extent of a like of like street extermination, but the way they first started with the ghettos, you know, with the internment camps. Shit happened in the U.S. first. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Like again, like that mentality of thinking that you're right, even though you're hurting people, is what John Walker is going through. You know, John Walker is the aggression of what the what America is going through right now. You know, it's kind of like oh, the bombing is serious, or like bombing other countries is a great idea because we're protecting our we our our uh <laughs> our properties or our people but then but then you see then you see people getting hurt you know it's just the whole thing that's very interesting to look at yeah and you can see how john walker and carly are kind of connecting in that way and it's just like carly's doing the same exact thing she turned into this this ideal where i have to get I have to get to my goal, and I don't care who I hurt until I get there. You know, it's just interesting to see. I mean, you could say the same thing for John Walker and Carly. They both believe they're doing the right thing. 
I think that John Walker's ideals were were pure. You know, it was just like, hey, like I'm here just to represent Captain America. And like again, like we talked about this last episode where he doesn't think that he's being like prejudiced or like like racist towards certain things, but like the way he ta- he treated or like misogynist, no. the way he treated the Wakandian, you know, no. secret service practically and how he treats Sam. I don't think if 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 say that he's not racist or like he exactly. isn't or he's isn't ignorant. he isn't prejudiced. But if you call him out on he's like, What are you talking about? So you know, ignorant, yo. He's ignorant. I don't think he necessarily is those bad things. He's just ignorant. He's he needs to learn, but he's too stubborn to learn. The same thing oh, with Carly. She Carly's wasn't. too stubborn to learn. The problem, right? You know, Carly's. You can't understand, right? She that, only escalated after after Walker escalated. Fucking John fucked it up, dude. She blew but up she the whole other people in it beforehand. To Sam, John was never willing to listen to Sam. John only saw Sam as a sidekick. She saw Sam as something dude, she... as someone that. I can trust in that moment. And then John had to go and fuck it up. A means to no, an end. No, dude. Sam, <laughs> she saw Sam as an end to a means. Because what she, it means to an end, my bad. Uh, she once, she didn't start listening until Sam goes, I could do this for you. Yeah. She didn't care until before yeah. he said that. Yeah. It's just, again, like, they're both wrong. There's no, there's no side to be taken. There's no sides to be taken here. They're both wrong. Sam is again, Sam is the only pure one out of the entire this entire conflict. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my closing statement. They're, they're all wrong. Bucky's the Bucky's, <laughs> They're all wrong besides Bucky's Sam. The, and I like Sam and Bucky. The, that's just it. That's the, the middle point. He's not indifferent, but he's just like he has that side of bad. You know, but he's trying to work through it while you have these other two supremacists which is bad and then you have baron zemo which we had this discussion before we started right baron zemo is a baron he's a hypocrite i don't care how cute he is with his dancing and shit i don't give a fuck anymore he's a hypocrite because of the way that he acts like god you know is the same way that he acts as a baron. He was he was born on top of people that worked underneath him. He was born into money. He was born into fame. He was born into privilege. You know, and then he starts to talk about oh, you know, any supremacist will always go through into supremacist ideals and all that shit. Like that's that's cool to hear, right? But you also have the example of him saying to his butler, being like, "Oh, if we just have some raunchy food in the fridge, just give it to these poor people over here," and they both laugh, ha ha ha, har 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 har. I was, I, 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 I'm gonna say, I was too caught up in the in the niceties when we, when they were talking about Marvin Gaye. You know, because I was like, this dude likes Marvin Gaye. I kind of like this dude because he likes Marvin Gaye. But I have to realize that he's still a yeah. dickhead. Let's wrap things up. All right, folks. I Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this new episode, this brand new episode of Pop Overload. Uh, we talked about a lot of things today. I think it was a very enticing conversation that we had. 
but we'll see you guys next Sunday again. If you guys want ever want to ask any questions, just you know use the Anchor app and you can send us video memos and we can put it on the podcast so you we can answer your questions. We can hear your guys' lovely voices. 